So we're here with Ozzy, and um, we're just learning about the fact that he had anal gland issues. Last week, was it? He gets them expressed every six weeks. I okay. was told which is a lot. And he's at eight now. Okay. So well, he's been doing it since, because that's what I was told. Right. And last time, last Monday, the text said, his anus is very red. Okay. She said, just watch it. She said, it's irritated. The only thought I had, I immediately said to my husband, okay, we're taking her to Donna, Dr. Donna. I said, I don't got to go natural. The only idea I had mm-hmm. that could possibly, but you're saying, because you've said, there's a number of the causes, but we'll talk about those. But you she, tell me what happened. She well, said it was red. She just said it was red. Okay. And so then we waited several days, and I got my husband to get a flashlight, and I held up oh. the towel. And I said, okay, let's look. Is Good it idea. still red? Yeah. He said yes. And I oh. said, okay, that's when I'm going to make an appointment. But did he, was he scooting yes. or licking? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's the scooting and he the licking. He never done that after expression. Oh. He was scooting and okay. looking back there. Okay. And, and she kind of knew that might happen. That's why she told you okay. that they were red. It sounds like she kind of, and she said the discharge was different? She said nothing about discharge. Uh-huh. She just said they're red and okay. um, she said he was scooting in while she was doing him trying to scoot he was trying to scoot so it was he was uncomfortable in the procedure okay well yeah so these anal glands they sit there's one at five o'clock if you were the old-fashioned clock if you were to look at the anus that way i know it's kind of weird but um five o'clock and seven o'clock so they're kind of just in the on the sides do you mind if i just kind of take a peek myself not at all in fact my husband said he really even looked to see is it still red i said no he said well i think it's resolved because he's not scooting i said well i'm going anyway yeah, well, we need to talk about preventative. Like, he yes. shouldn't have to have it done this. He shouldn't technically have so many problems with them. And his poops are beautiful. They're okay. firm. Okay, that's They're good. never, you know, never too soft or too hard. Okay, so the thing I'm feeling is I'm feeling some um, inflammation. It's really only on the right side. Did she mention one side or she the other? She didn't, or okay. he didn't think to tell me. Yeah. But, you know, he has some chronic inflammation around his anus anyway. So let's just talk for a second. I know I was looking at your chart, and um, it looked like he had some old food allergies. Yes. So the chicken and the grains, right? Let's look at it. Chicken and grains. We didn't have any environmental allergies at that time, but let's check it again. So anal glands are... um, there's numerous causes of having anal gland issues, and that is to say anal glands that need expression. Because normally you think about a wolf, why does a wolf not go to the groomer and get expressed? You know, it's because every time he poops, a little bit comes out, and especially sometimes, which, you know, there, there were, these anal glands are there for a reason to try to spread their pheromones and their scent and basically be territorial. So all the, you know, you think about wild carnivores, they just spread their scent with the anal glands. That's what they do. And then, of course, they developed into skunk anal glands and things like that. But they're pretty stinky. I don't know. Does he ever, do you have that smell? Oh, I know the smell, but it's rare. But if it's there, I smell it. And it's usually coming at about, about the six, five, six weeks. Okay. If so, it comes. Okay. So there's anatomical reasons. So those are genetic reasons. Okay. In other words, there could be, it's more common in like poodles and Maltese's though. Dachshunds, this is a little dachshund. Um, and 
there, the angle of the anal glands can be an issue. Um, so let me just uh, let him be for a second while we talk about it. So the anal gland uh, angle, where the ang- where the anal gland would express into the actual rectum area, is a, it can be an issue. And that is to say, sometimes the angle mm-hmm. is a little more upright or it's not conducive to expression. And sometimes the discharge in the anal gland, in the anal glands themselves, is not, the normal is liquid. And so when we start getting problems is it starts getting like kind of more solid, it kind of starts getting pasty, there can be blood, there can be pus in there, there can be infection in there. And then ultimately some people don't even know about an anal gland problem until it ex- until it ruptures. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever dealt with ruptures before? Never. Okay, and that's pretty gnarly where, you know, they basically rupture all this anal gland material and then there's like an open wound and then they have to get put on antibiotics and all of that. So, but anyway, so we mentioned the, the, the genetic cause or the anatomical cause, um, but that's only one cause. The other causes we can do something about. Um, so anal glands are quite well managed in holistic medicine, especially the chronic ones like his, by doing a whole bunch of other things. Okay. That is to say, making sure that we limit the um, food allergies, because yes. food allergies are one of the drivers for damp heat in the body and damp heat is kind of like what happens damp heat and stagnation is what happens before the anal glands become a problem there's become there's an energetic imbalance in the body okay it can be driven by allergies it can be driven by diet sometimes it's a fiber issue all Mm -hmm. we have to do is increase our soluble fiber our insoluble fiber so examples of soluble fiber you know you think of pumpkin pumpkin's Mm -hmm. like the most famous one that i can think of right off the top but insoluble fiber could be flax meal could be psyllium husk could be bone like in nature it would be bone are you saying that's those are those are good fiber sources okay um and so making sure the fiber level is 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 mm-hmm. good. You already mentioned that his stools are normal. Beautiful. Okay, and that's great. And what brought you here to me for, in the beginning? That was back in January. Oh gosh, was it wasn't it when he was oh, he throwing had, up at night? He had when, diarrhea and vomiting. Yeah. And that vomiting, you had me um, start feeding him his bigger meal later at night. Okay. You thought it was too much stomach acid? Yes. All I know is we I think since then we had the problem once. We have Okay, that he is has not, he stopped yes. with the vomiting. Okay. Yes. That's good to know. Yes. And we put him on vitamin mineral and we yes. also put him on marshmallow and alma. Alma is like um yeah. Bumiamalaki for um, detoxifying and healing up any potential ulcers and also changing the pH of the stomach. So and we, it looks like you're doing an eighth of a teaspoon it, twice a day. Is that correct? That's on the green one. The one was the spirulina. Oh, an yeah. eighth of a teaspoon that's twice the a day. Mm-hmm. The alma oh, is you're the, doing the You're doing the fourth. Okay. Two times a day. Because I had to write it down because my husband feeds him. Oh. And so I didn't know what he was getting. And then you gave us a probiotic. Yeah. And he gets one scoop every third day. Okay. And then he gets kefir every third day. Okay. And then he rests a day. Is it goat milk kefir or regular kefir? You know, it's answers. I think that's goat. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think but they have both. I think this okay. may be cow. Okay, now this could be an issue, right? Because these are high allergen potential yes. issues. So let's go ahead and do some testing. Okay, where we we're basically going to now rule out food allergies as part of this anal gland okay. saga. <laughs> we we yeah. know we have the genetics potentially. Let's just say. 
we have a little bit of allergies, we have a little bit of damp heat. Sounds like we, we've had a history of digestive issues in the past. So this all goes together as being like the perfect storm for causing anal gland issues. Okay. But what if I can, um, if we can make some changes both with the fiber, we can also talk about hot packing and warm packing. We can talk about the homeopathic silesia, and we can talk about the food allergies. All of these things work together to help prevent it and then make it instead of every six to six weeks, maybe we could, you could get them expressed maybe four times a year or, right. or three That'd times a year or something. It's a lot less stressful to the animal. Yes. And um, also when you go in and get them expressed, you want to ask about what kind of discharge they're seeing. Okay. Um, or also I teach clients how to do it themselves. Just not from the internal, but from the external. You know, there's okay. two ways to express anal okay. glands. Am I, am I telling you new stuff? Or? No, just the discharge, asking them. I just wanted to write that down. It needs to be liquid or we need to make adjustments yes. to the diet or herbal situation. I started to say I would hope they would tell me, but I don't trust them to tell me. Well, see, because um, conventional medicine doesn't really see it as a it's, problem. Yeah. They think of it more of as a grooming, no big deal thing. But actually... They don't see it like, okay, there's allergies that could drive there's it. There's, yeah, there's yeah. imbalances that could drive it. They don't see that. And so okay. that's why it's so great, you know, to do this podcast, but also to like for you, like what are the preventative tools that you can use? There's numerous preventative tools. So I'll make sure before you leave that we have like a list of what okay. you can do for him. He looks healthy otherwise, so he we're not seeing any other... He loves okay. his food, he eats regularly. And his foods. diet right now is... His diet, so he gets... Uh, you, you're, you don't like it if you're feeding him too often. Oh, no, um, that's, that's He okay. gets um, <laughs> two big meals a day, first okay. thing in the morning and last thing at night. And okay. that is part of origin, the freeze-dried, the one that is called regional red, so it's for allergies. It's just not having any of the things he's allergic to. Okay. And he gets that mixed with um, um, the juju, the green, okay. ju the green, green juju. Okay, yep. doing the bench. And then all the his, mix. his uh, minerals or whatever. Okay, and then his supplements. And then he gets two meals that are um, sweet organic sweet potatoes cooked. Just a little, because to keep weight on him, he tends to get too thin. Mm -hmm. And we found that that worked really great, and he loves it. And he digests it well. Digests it. And the well, last thing is for treats, he gets the momentum tripe. He gets just a little bit Is it bit a of beef tripe? tripe? Uh, what kind of tripe is it? That is a good question. Tripe usually comes in lamb, beef. We have a bison. Um, this is going to be probably either beef or bison. Okay. But I think it may be beef. Because I think what happened was when we did the original testing, we were looking for things that weren't poultry-based just because of his initial allergies. But what can happen if they're on something long yes. enough, especially if it's a diet like this where there are some th synthesized amino acids and something okay. like origin, you know, I'm... I'm kind of more of a like purist when it comes to food. Like yeah. I just want meat and vegetables and that's it. That's the way I eat. And yeah. <laughs> getting my husband to feed the dog that way, but I'm with you. Nah, that's okay. Yeah. But let's see what we should do if we should change the diet a little bit. Okay. So one hand on him. We're going to do muscle testing now. <laughs> Ozzy. He's like the sweetest boy. Remember how we did this? I know you already know, but you push up when I push down. We'll do a little polarity test here. And, of course, the people can't see all that. Okay, do we have a fish issue? No. Do we have a duck issue? No. Do we have chicken? Yes, we do. Do we have turkey? No. So turkey is an option for you because 
Okay, so this is what I was afraid of. See this beef right mm -hmm. here? We are starting to get red meat issues because we've been exposed to it too long. And so we have to try to change that protein source out once a month. Okay. Doable? Yes, doable. So meaning <laughs> even if the origin doesn't have beef, no matter what, it's my his protein source, so I shouldn't be giving it to him. Well, I should be rotating out. Yeah, I I think based on the muscle testing that it does. Okay. So, and I would say that with the cow dairy, so now you're kind of going towards the cow direction. And honestly, I don't know if it's because of factory farming or what. I do not know what we're doing, but we're making these things more allergic to the dogs. Yeah. And it's through time, right? So the first week you do a diet like that, we've never seen it before. Yeah. The dog's never seen it. It's, an, it's, it's novel immunologically. So the dog just goes, oh, I don't have to react. This is going to work really well. And then the second week goes by and the third week goes by and our immune system starts to get a little more hypersensitized to it. So that by the time the fourth you know, week or even the, now we're in the third month or something or it's even more months, five months, um, now we are exhibiting a, a symptom picture. It's a, not a common allergy symptom picture, but I would imagine if he wasn't on the herbs that you might have other symptoms, like kind of back to our digestive symptoms. Those herbs are like an insurance policy that yes. even if the diet isn't going perfect, we're not going to get our original inflammatory bowel disease symptoms. Okay. But now what's happened is it's morphed into a... Uh, an, an exer it's like an exacerbation of your initial anal gland issue. So you're even saying not in rotating my protein source, even if, even if I gave him raw meat, that's still meat. Yeah. Okay. So I need to find... And that you're supposed to kind of have them line up. So like at this point, I think your kefir's done what your kefir's going to do. Okay. And now I would, the first step I would do is get off that kefir, knowing okay. that it could be driving, you know, especially if it's cow kefir, okay. that's a little more allergic. You're going to write that down for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't. I'm just trying to explain it. Yeah. Because um, it's like nobody really understands. I realized after talking like this for like five years, <laughs> like I get this blank stare and it's all good because I blank stare at my doctor too, you know, oh, what do you mean? Um, but <laughs> they're just sitting here. Now, what do I do? Just I know, tell me. I know, I know. I try so, to make it simple, but I actually try to like explain the background of it. So I do think for him, the food allergies are driving the anal gland issue and that we can do the things with the fiber. We can do the hot packing. I'll definitely write down the silesia. Is that all normal? Is that all sort of common knowledge? Mm. Have you heard I those know, things? Huh? Have you heard those things? For me, never for him. Oh no, but for hot packing in the Never, ambulance. never heard okay. hot packing. You just take a warm you take a washcloth with warm hot water and you wring it out and then you hold it on its little butt for like ten minutes. Probably about the fifth week, maybe sixth week, even though we're gonna do all these diet changes and so forth, I'd still do that and see if you can just It'll just release, it releases the, the hold on it. So how, when how they, do you, um, 10 minutes once a day. And then if you know he's scooting and you want to kind of nurse out how many weeks you're doing the um, anal gland expression and or he gets expressed and then it upsets him, like that's what happened this time, then this is a homeopathic that really helps. And it's just for abscesses when you do this one twice a day. So you hot pack 10 minutes once a day. 
So silicia is about, <clears throat> and some people call silica, yeah. but I think it has an extra E in it. <laughs> it's S-I-L-I-C-E. Yep. I take it. Okay. It happens to be the one I'm on. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's super weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't overdo homeopathics. I just do them as needed, and then I sort of get in and get out so that okay. they don't lose their effectiveness over time, Okay. if that makes sense. And then we talked about doing the fiber, so, you know, it's so, as simple as one teaspoon of pumpkin. Would you do that even though he's getting the sweet potato? You know, I would. I think the I like the pumpkin fiber better than the sweet potato fiber. So you'd eliminate the sweet potato and switch uh, it to pumpkin? How much sweet potato is he getting? He probably gets, my husband does it again, but I'm going to say not a half a cup, maybe a half a cup, twice a day. Okay, no, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I don't like the carbohydrate load on that one. But so I'm I talking want about some, a teaspoon. I want something well, that's going to give him I think weight. You, can you just feed him more? We could. Well, it's... When we got him, he had an issue with his skin, and they told me it was too much heat and too much protein. Yeah, and it was so allergies. I, okay, <laughs> yeah, so I backed so, off the protein, okay. and that helped. But, you know, it's like you're saying, you don't know what's causing what. Yeah, it's definitely a protein sensitivity from how old was he first affected with that? Well, I didn't get him till he was five months. Okay, and was he returned because of the allergies? Um, In other words, did you get him because he no, was... No, I got him and actually I almost returned him oh, because oh, 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 oh. he had demodectic mange. Yep, that's and, allergies. Though. And he started having one... He had a bladder infection, yep, demodectic mange. So that was the wrong food. Whatever food he was on right then? He was on Purina. Okay. Whoever had given... Yeah. The, you know, mm -hmm. because he gave me some to take home. Yeah. And see um, that can be caused yeah. just by a chicken allergy. Demodectic mange is an opportunity driven thing. It's all about the immune system function. And bladder infections, a lot of times there's a liver heat behind that too. And that can be what's driving it is just they're on a food that they're reacting to. Yeah. And so you have to get them off that food. And people don't realize bladder infections, demodectic mange, anal gland problems. I mean, if you sat there and listed everything, it's pretty much what you see in most chronic disease dogs, you know, and it's like, wow, the food affects everything. Well, just like humans. Yeah. So, it's huge. You know, it's people huge. will take all kinds of supplements but not change. I know. Yeah. And it's hard. And right? for me, I'm just... all about the food. If you tell me I need the supplement, well, let me also know where can I get that? What food yeah. will give me that? Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I'm, it makes I'm... total sense. So, so I think we need to do a diet change where we stop any kind of beef. So you got to look at that tripe, too. We stop any kind of dairy. My favorite thing to do here um, would be a raw diet where you would just do turkey, duck. Um, you could do rabbit. Can I venison. find raw? Bones? Yeah, I would. I, at this point, I think you could just okay. use vital essentials. Yeah, you just go to Mud Bay or one of the health. The, they stores. have those? Yeah. Okay, great. Right. If I can buy it, I can do and it. And they even, if you want to stick to the kibble idea, they have um, both Northwest Naturals and um, and Vital Essentials, I believe, has almost like kind of like a dehydrated carb. It's a carb-free. So then if you did that, it would be quite easy to take your, maybe not half a cup of sweet potato, but maybe like a quarter of a cup of sweet potato. So you're increasing the protein 
um, ratio, but then you're being wise about changing the protein once a month. I don't know okay. if that makes sense. Okay, so you're suggesting that we definitely rotate out the, the protein source. Right, once a but, month. Once a month. Not every day. So like even if, if I found, let's say, let's say I found duck tripe. I don't even know if they... No, that's, they don't do that one. Okay. I know, I wish they did. Do they do? Do you have to do tripe? No. Okay. He just loves it. Well, yeah. tripe... It'd be nice if the tripe matched whatever protein you're giving. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Like, we have bison tripe here. I'm happy to give you, like, a free can of bison tripe, see if he likes it. If you wanted to, I could give you a cooked bison option, but it's just more work for you. So I think you want to go buy something. I mean, yeah, and you're, are yeah. you saying, though, bison wouldn't be... Is that changing the protein source if I'm changing from beef? Yes, it is. Okay. But you would have to have all... That's why I'm saying let's give a break on the tripe and give yeah. a break on the... Um, I mean, you already have them on probiotics so i think just give them yes. a break on the kefir give them a break on the tripe you can rotate it back in at a later date when you're like oh wow this is okay. really more under control now so stay with the pro the probiotic you gave me every third day yeah is that what you are you doing it every third day yep the reason yeah. we did that is because i was worried he'd get an allergy to it okay yes <laughs> because should, of this kind of situation should i give it more i mean i like doing it more how about something like a week on and a week off i like that i like that you know yeah. so probiotics can be high allergen things so it helps to be able to do the muscle testing um, for that anyway probiotic so, do you, so treats so if i'm getting him a treat he kind of has his time he gets a treat just buy something that syncs with yeah. the protein source. Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, use something crazy like steamed cauliflower. Okay. You know, a lot of dogs like that. Oh, he loves kale. Or, or what yeah. about like asparagus, okay. you know? Um, for our treatment today, do you want me to do acupuncture with Sure, him? if you think it would yeah. help. Yeah, it definitely helps. He tends to do very well with that. Yeah, the reason it helps is that it um, takes some of the damp heat out of that part of the body, so which is kind of the gallbladder area there. It's um, yeah. So let's go ahead and do that. Let's see. Do you have any more questions about the anal glands? I want to make sure we covered everything for other people. Um, <laughs> so acupuncture, we're going to do spleen six, and we're going to do stomach forty. Um, and then I'm going to do a little bit with the pulsing. I think we'll probably end up doing um, some liver and um, I'll either do liver or gallbladder. And I'm only telling you so that other people <laughs> can hear. Thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge. And One thing about dachshunds, though, they do so much better by controlling the food like this. You've kept mm -hmm. his back so healthy. Yeah. I mean, look at his back. It doesn't have the normal chiropractic issues. He's not overweight. No, he's never done any, had any problems. And I've, and he's a dachshund. That is so just great. And the funniest thing about him, unlike our other dachshunds, he has never, on his own, we live in a two-story house, mm -hmm. he has never gone up or down the stairs on his own. Our other oh. dachshund, you couldn't have kept him. I mean, really? he ran up and down. Wow. And he's, he stands there and waits to be picked up. Oh. And I thought. He's so smart. That he's, a, he's a total mini, though. I mean, this is the he's tiniest. A yeah. He's a long mini. My he's other dachshund really was shorter. And so to uh, me, he's even more susceptible to the back. Yeah. Issues. You're right. I think he is. Okay. He noticed that needle, but not too bad. 
So the only question I had about the large intestines eleven is uh, the way to know. Okay, like you're saying, it'd be better if we could extend and not go every six weeks. How would I make that decision? Just wait till he smells. (laughs) Well, usually, what I try and do is teach people to touch there. Do you okay. feel comfortable with that? Well, I think so. Because you want to exterior. see that it's feel, you feel like little like half grapes on each side and then you're like, okay, we're getting close. Now that's when you could start warm packing. You could do a couple of days of Silesia. You could even, if you felt comfortable enough, put them in a warm water bath. Warm water baths are a great place to express the anal, anal glands because you, you have the vasodilation working for you. Right, so when we're in warm water, our our external our our veins and arteries, everything on the outside of our body starts to vasodilate. So I guess that's veins, and then when that happens, plus they're distracted by the water, then we can easily just go five o'clock, seven o'clock, boom, squeeze, done, easy peasy. You just did it at home, and you didn't have to get all stressed. A lot of people think they have to bring them to the vet for anal glands, and sometimes it's true because it depends on the condition. Sure. But in this situation where you just have extra um, extra production, then I think you could easily manage that at home. And you get your fingers there. Now, one thing you want to make sure is you don't like bend down to look because then you could get anal gland in the eye, which I've seen. I've seen anal gland in the eye. I've, this is vet, young vets. I've seen anal gland in the eye. I've seen anal gland in the mouth because sometimes we're talking. This is before masks. <laughs> we're talking, right, to the client, la, la, la. And then it's like, oh, yeah, anal glands. Oh, why hasn't it gotten expressed yet? And then the anal gland goes in the mouth. Oh, my God. That's pretty gross. That never happened to me, but I saw it done, and I was like, wow, that's just gnarly. So, but just warm packing, checking yourself, doing a warm water bath, seeing if you can express it a little bit. Those are all ways that you can just manu- manually get him, get so that your hands are on them so you can feel Oh, this one feels pretty stubborn. I'm going to take this one to the vet. Um, And so that's kind of what I would do. Um, And then with this, plus your preventative, you're going to, it's great. I'm so glad you came in for this. So the Silesia is primarily for? Impacted abscesses. So the Silesia is probably overkill only because it's more for anal gland abscesses. And this is just, I think, just regular anal gland material. Okay. But when they tend towards abscesses, that is to say that it's that that discharge is that thick discharge and it gets infected quite easily, especially those dogs are almost always on kibble-based diets. Mm. Those dogs are almost always getting foods they probably aren't agreeing with them. Mm But people don't know any better. People don't know there's a diet relationship with the anal glands. Right. Um, and, you know, there is. So, anyway, yeah. Well, let's see what we can do. You'd love not to go get your anal glands expressed. It's kind of stressful to them. Oh. They kind of hold them. And, you know, and he they, knows what's happening. And he, it's, yeah. It's where kind of not going. the most comfortable thing in the world. So, yeah, whatever you can do at home, I think, helps. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just... 